Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Another day, another accidental leak. I'm sure they didn't mean it. I'm positive. There's no way that they meant it. There's no way that Snapchat accidentally, I mean, or on purpose, I should say, it had to be an accident. There's no way that Snapchat allowed Democratic campaigns and party committees to tap into a repository of Republican voter data to take a look at and then build better midterm ads. No, no total accident, everybody. I mean, how could you even think that could happen on purpose? I mean, why are you so terrible? Why are you so hateful? Accidents happen. They only happen in a way that hurt Republicans and benefit Democrats, but it just happens, guys. It's an oopsie, I tell yous. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Big tech hates you. Just know it. And anybody on the political left who's okay with this, you're the freaking barbarian. You're not good, you're not kind, you're not decent. You're the fascist. Wait, if we're going to define fascism in any way, shape, or form, you have to define it as government working with business as a way of keeping down the people. Engaging power and control over them. So, for example, uh, the government and big tech. If you support these leaks, if you laugh about it, if you're fine with it, you're the enemy. You suck. Don't you know it? We know it. But you giggle about it. You laugh about it. You're like, as long as we win, it doesn't matter to me. (laughs) Ends justify the means. What does it matter, baby? People should go to jail. According to Axios, there's no indication Snap was aware of or facilitated the data sharing. Company said it's taking steps to rectify the oversight. Nope. No. No, 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 no. According to this, um, their political ad archive shows multiple Democratic and progressive organizations that were able to target their ads on the platform using data maintained by I360. I360 is affiliated with Charles Koch. Now, I bring this up because I'm a full disclosure guy. I've never not been. Charles Koch, uh, the Koch brothers, his brother's the late David Koch, uh, they were the the people originally behind, uh, for example, Americans for Prosperity. I do work for Americans for Prosperity today. I get paid by Americans for Prosperity. I don't lie about any of it. I share it all with you. My video series there at Rumble, rumble.com slash Tony Katz, sponsored by AFP. Economic liberty and free speech. These are my people. When they say do things I disagree with, I say so. But I just wanted to bring that up as I'm engaged in the conversation. I never want you to think that I don't, you know, share everything with you that is necessary to share. The data was used to target. Now, I'm not saying that, by the way, that Charles Cook did anything wrong. It's just that's the, the firm is what he is affiliated with. So the data was used to target Snapchat ads by groups, including the Democratic National Committee, the Democratic Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, the Planned Parenthood Action Fund, and the Georgia Democrat Stacey Abrams, Stacey Abrams Gubernatorial Campaign. 
no indication that any of the advertisers knew they were using i360 data or took any steps to exploit it beyond normal beyond normal ad targeting decisions. Uh, nope, not buying at all or in any way. I hope i360 sue snap out of existence. Next. They only go one way. The mistakes only go one way. The leaks only go one way. We've seen it. It's enough. We get it. You will do anything to win, and you don't care about anything at all except winning. We see you. We see you. We see you trying to lecture to us about how to be good and decent and 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 rhetoric uh, that is so very violent. Kathy Griffin is threatening civil war. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me say it again. I said Kathy Griffin is threatening civil war. I get it. It's Kathy Griffin. You remember the comic with the 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 bloody head of 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 Donald Trump? That's her. That's her right there. What does it matter what this nonsense comic has to say? Well, I bring it up because we are told one thing. We are told that the political right is trying to burn it all down and they are the threat in America, they're the threat to democracy. However, here I have Kathy Griffin tweeting out, if you don't want a civil war, vote for Democrats in November. If you do want civil war, vote Republican. Um, okay. That seems to be a rather violent thing to say it would it seems to me uh, you tell me do you do you do you take it differently it seems to be that what she's saying is if you don't vote the way we want you to vote there will be violence i believe that we are supposed to be opposed to this kind of thing that that's what i believe she's saying that when they do it it's totally fine when you do it it's the end of days when you do it you should be investigated and most probably arrested when they do it well it's just righteous anger or something like that it's not righteous anger i'll just so we're all understanding each other it's the same exact thing, the thing we're supposed to be opposed to. But they don't they don't ever view it that way. They don't ever do it that way. They're all about this. They're all about promoting the violence. It was Roland Martin on on MSNBC who said this is absolutely war and we should be at war. And we should keep the pressure on and we should keep attacking and keep destroying this is this is their standard. Then you throw in Jennifer Lawrence, and I talked about Jennifer Lawrence uh, yesterday. 
and about how people are are going after her for saying, you know, she changed from being a Republican. I, I don't think mocking helps. I, I think that you want to get into a conversation. What is she saying? And then question what it is that she's saying. And what she is saying is really easy to, to confront. Let me give you two things. First, she talks about um, how uh, you, 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 you have to be political. She says, I can't, you know, F with people who aren't political anymore. You live in the United States of America. You have to be political. It's too dire. Pe- politics are killing people. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if that's if that's the the, the, the case at all that, that that you know politics are killing people. I'm not I'm not so sure of that unless you mean uh, all of the riots across the country that left people dead, whether it be in Minneapolis or Seattle or Portland or my beloved Indianapolis. Well, then all right, maybe. And then she says it breaks my heart because America had the choice between a woman and a dangerous, dangerous jar of mayonnaise, and they were like, well, we can't have a woman. Let's go with the jar of mayonnaise. It would seem to me, Jennifer, that if you want to be discussing things, uh, uh, discussing politics, you should be smart about it, clear-minded about it, and engage in the conversation. You really think it was a choice between a woman and a jar of mayonnaise? Is this what we call people now, a jar of mayonnaise? First of all, he's orange man bad. Mayonnaise is 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 white. I, I don't know why you would say jar of mayonnaise when you should have said a glass of orange juice. Bad memeing, Jen. Bad, bad memeing. And secondly, if, if I may be so bold, it wasn't just a choice between a woman. It was Hillary Clinton, who's awful. She's awful. She's not just a woman off the streets. She isn't somebody who's pious or decent. She's awful. Why can't you just admit that? She was the wrong person for the job. She couldn't get the votes in Michigan. She didn't campaign in Michigan. She didn't give a damn about the Midwest. She took them for granted. She was just terrible. A bad candidate, an unlikable candidate, and oh, by the way, I argue criminal. And even if you disagree with me on criminal, bad candidate and bad campaign. But if you're going to be calling people names, if you're going to be calling people names... Well, that's not taking yourself seriously. It's not taking the situation seriously. And uh, if you tell me I have to be political, okay, but you're not being serious. So why am I, why am I engaged? That's a question that should be asked to Jennifer Lawrence, the actress. And the other one is, did you really say that you've had recurring nightmares about Tucker Carlson? That's the thing. That's a weird, weird thing to have nightmares about. Nightmares about Tucker Carlson. Game over, man. It's game over. You should see a therapist. Because that's not a serious thing to say. That's a rather frightening thing to say. And if someone said that to me, I'd be like, man, you should get some help. Or maybe you should stop eating sweets before bed. Because clearly you're not okay. Maybe you just haven't gotten much sleep because you're a new mom and, and, that, and that absolutely happens to parents when they have a, 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 a newborn in the house. Oh, there is not much sleep. 
going on in that house. No, 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 not at all. And you're a busy person. You're acting. You've got production work, whatever else it is you're doing. Maybe that's it. Tucker Carlson, nightmares. It's an unserious thing to say. Please don't ask me to take you seriously when you tell me that politics are so serious and then you're not. By the way, on Twitter, um, uh, going back to the comments about Kathy Griffin, Kathy Griffin's comment was uh, the, the so-called comic. She used to be funny. Oh, my gosh, she used to be so funny. And she ruined it. She says, if you don't want a civil war, vote for Republicans in November. If you do want civil war, vote Republican. And I have somebody on Twitter saying, she's saying don't vote Republicans because they want civil war. No, she's not. She's saying if you vote for Republicans, you're going to have a civil war. She's making the claim that she's going to bring the civil war if you don't vote the way she says to. You want to argue it the other way? You can, but it doesn't make any sense. Don't vote for Republicans because they want civil war. You're saying that if Republicans get in the power, what, what are they going to do? What, 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 that, that's not it. You're the ones trying to keep Republicans from power, from controlling the House, possibly controlling the Senate. So therefore, you're the ones who are going to engage the violence. It's part of a theme. I didn't think this one was so tough to figure out. I mean, as, as with all things, people can pull from it what they will, what they want to. Of course, they, they, they can. Of course, they can pull from it what they want to. I, I, I think that, you know, sometimes you spin a little too much. Uh, I see that uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre is holding a, a press conference. Say that he's been briefed uh, and he has sent, uh, he has uh, been very clear on the message uh, through all of you, sharing with all of you the message that he has to the Queen, uh, her family, and also uh, the people of the United Kingdom. It is the story of the day right now. Uh, the queen is in Scotland under medical supervision there at Balmoral Castle. The family has arrived. She has canceled events. They have updated uh, the world to say that she's under medical supervision. Doctors concerned for her health and that she is resting uh, comfortably at Balmoral Castle, which is in Scotland. Uh, Prince Charles is there. Prince William is there. The story is that even Prince Henry uh, it will will be there. Um, Prince Andrew, the son, uh, the, the other son of, of Queen Elizabeth, the one involved with, uh, with Jeffrey Epstein, has now uh, uh, arrived. This is, uh, this is a story. And this will dominate... All the headlines. We will keep you posted on it. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Next week, the Detroit visit. President Biden's economic plan has fueled an electric vehicle manufacturing boom in America, and you can expect him to talk about that and more in Detroit. Uh, under President Biden, the private sector has invested over $100 billion to make more electric cars and their parts in America, create jobs for our auto workers, and strengthen our domestic supply chains. And- the president, via policy, 
And so many policies, maybe regardless of president, have pushed manufacturers into creating electric cars because it's the only thing you'll allow on the roads. Stop cheering something that isn't worth cheering, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Oh, Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833-GOT-TONY. That's the number. 833-468-8669. Um, this Duke-BYU story is something else. Let me. You're not hearing much about it because, well, the claim doesn't seem to be verified. There is a volleyball player at Duke, and she makes the claim that a fan from Brigham Young University, when they were playing volleyball at BYU, screamed out or hurled out, however they describe it, the N-word. Through the out, throughout the entirety of the match, the school, this match was back in August, they took some fan, someone who was there, not a student, threw them out, said, you can never come back, except no one has corroborated the claim. No one said, oh, yeah, this person did it. They're saying nobody was screaming out anything whatsoever. BYU police telling the Salt Lake Tribune they reviewed surveillance footage of the alleged racist fan, and they told the paper when we watched the video we did not observe that behavior from him. It didn't happen. Now, the player says it happened, but it didn't happen. There is not a single person from the student section, from the crowd, that has come forward to back up the claim of this volleyball player. Absolutely no one. No one raised any other concerns. They've looked at video. They don't find it. This did not stop the coach of uh, women's basketball in South Carolina. She made a statement that her team will not play uh, at, at BYU. This involved Duke and BYU, and it has been, in many ways, debunked. There's no proof that this happened. But yet, the coach at South Carolina, Don Staley, said, The incident at BYU has led me to reevaluate our home and home, and I don't feel this is the right time for us to engage in this series. So she decided, without checking with the players, she's not going to play BYU. Even though there's no proof that it happened. You cannot win the Woke Olympics. I don't know who she's trying to appeal to here, Don Staley, but it isn't the facts, logic, and reason. I'm Tony Katz. Queen Elizabeth, dead at the age of 96. Tony Katz, great to be with you under the circumstances. It was reported this morning, Queen Elizabeth II, who has been on the throne for over 70 years, since taking the throne in 1952, the coronation taking place in June of 1953 was of ill health and doctors were monitoring the situation. It was last night and throughout the morning that the family was heading to Balmoral Castle in Scotland to be with her. Prince Charles, who will take the throne as the King of England, it will be Camilla Parker Bowles, scheduled to be what is known as the Queen Consort, according to to Queen Elizabeth, who made that declaration over a year ago. Her grandchildren, William and Henry, 
Also there, Prince William, heir to the throne, Prince Henry, mired in scandal after his marriage to Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex. Prince Andrew, also in scandal, of course, his relationship with the late Jeffrey Epstein there as well. This has been the conversation throughout the morning as the information went forth that the Queen was in ill health and the family was gathering. 96 years old and had been on the throne as stated since 1952 born in 26 96 years old her husband the duke of edinburgh prince philip passing away just last year when we talk about people who have seen it all who have seen the world shift and change and move and maneuver queen elizabeth is at the top of the list from a perch that few people can begin to even understand the longest-serving monarch, I believe, in the history of the United Kingdom, celebrating not only the silver, the gold, and the diamond jubilee, but the platinum jubilee, just this past year, uh, recognizing her time on the throne. She has, gui- she has been in this world of power since the days of the Blitzkrieg and then the rebuild of the United Kingdom. The changing of the empire that was the United Kingdom into a nation of force and of vigor, friendship with the United States, and a leader amongst European powers. A remarkable story of a woman who kept the royal family together while we in the United States may not see the royal family as anything more than a royal family. It was without question something that meant something and still means something to those of the U.K., And it is her and her alone through an absolute strength and vigor that kept that royal family together through not only bad times, but through scandalous times. Most recently, what has happened with her grandson, Henry, and Meghan Markle. Letting them go on their way, taking away their royal responsibilities, and at the Jubilee, not having action or interaction with them of any major, major substantial portion that was at least public. The mourning in the United Kingdom is going to be massive. The The statements from world leaders are going to be tremendous. I assume we will hear from President Biden in a matter of an hour or, or two. That statement will come out. There will be statements from senators. You will hear from world leaders everywhere. And then we'll bring about the conversation of the coronation. I have no reason to think at this moment that it will not be Prince Charles, who is, of course, uh, uh, the the next king of England. There is every possibility, Charles being a mercurial cat, that he could pass it to William. I think that, as I said, is a 1% type of chance. There seems very little possibility that Prince Charles will not ascend to the throne. Queen Elizabeth became the queen at the age of 25 in 1952 and said that she would serve as queen to basically her dying day. She did indeed hold true to that. Queen Elizabeth, dead at the age of 96. I will have more on this story and a lot to get to. Let us take the break. Tony Katz, great to be with you, Tony Katz, today. 
A few moments ago, Buckingham Palace announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. The palace has just issued uh, this statement. It says the Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The King and the Queen Consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. Within the past few minutes, Buckingham Palace has announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. To recap on the statement, the Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The King, that is Charles, uh, and the Queen Consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. That could not have been an easy statement to make there delivering the news to the people of Great Britain. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY, that's the number. 833-468-8669. That's how you get to be a part of the, the show right here. Um, and as uh, we said, uh, certainly the odds of it not being uh, Charles, of anything happening there, uh, just not to be, it will be uh, King Charles. It is uh, King Charles and the Queen Consort, Camilla Parker Bowles. There'll be more on this story uh, throughout uh, the evening, uh, so you might want to stay tuned in uh, for that. And then, of course, there will be conversations about the funeral, about procession. There will be a lot to take in. I wanted to get to a, a headline that was so bothersome to me that I actually didn't believe it was true at first. I said there's no possible way that this is possible to be true. It's just not. You'd have to be... You're lying to me if you say it's true. I have no reason to think it isn't true, and therefore... Your car's seatbelt. Safety miracle or decapitation nightmare? What is the connection between rain and farming? The answer may surprise you. Heroin, sex, machine guns, flamethrowers, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. And here it is. One in four Democratic voters believe men can get pregnant. I said there's no. There's no way. There's no way that this is a thing. And it turns out 22% of Democrats agreed with the statement some men can get pregnant, which, of course, is not possible because men can never get pregnant. Never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, never. Men can never get pregnant. Men have never been pregnant. Men cannot get pregnant. Men do not get pregnant. That's the end of the ballgame. Thank you, Cleveland. Good night. It gets worse because according to the the, the, the survey, 36% of white college-educated educa- female Democrats, women, agreed. 36% of college-educated white Democratic women believe that men can get pregnant. And I have no idea. I had no idea. 
that so many Democratic women hate women. Because it, it is hate. It is hate to make this claim. It is hate to engage this idea that men can get pregnant. They can't. And to say so is a lie. And you might have your kids who are surrounded by woke culture uh, actually, you know, buying into some of this. Um, It's important to set your kids straight. Even if you got to say to them, look, you're just wrong and you sound silly and it's because you're 16. I mean, just right to the core. There are times where you have to let your kids explain themselves and explore and you know i i don't believe in 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 the rough and tumble uh parenting models it's not my model but there are times where it's like we're done with this conversation you're just wrong because you're a kid and if you if you talk back to me we're gonna have a real problem i give you plenty of moments to do what it is you want to do explain yourself have your emotions it's okay as long as you then control those emotions and then work your problem But men cannot get pregnant. If you believe they can, you're just wrong. And every teacher lied to you, and your friends are damn fools. We're done with the conversation. Don't talk back to me. Don't act special. You're just wrong. Sometimes in life, you'll just be wrong. And there's nobody on social media who can save you from being wrong. And there's no wokeness that can save you from being wrong. And there's no teacher that can save you from being wrong. Because sometimes, my dear beloved child, you're wrong. This is one of those instances where you are wrong, you're wrong. Now, leave me alone. You will always be wrong. And if you ever say this in public, in my presence, I will correct you to the point of remarkable embarrassment. Don't lie to people and don't lie to yourself. I raised you better than that. Men cannot get pregnant. We're done with the conversation. Anytime you think otherwise, remember that you're wrong. Now, you might say to me, that's no way to speak to a child. Well, maybe not an 8-year-old, but maybe a 16-year-old, depending on the 16-year-old. And you may do it differently than I just portrayed it right there. My point still remains the same. You must, you must be clear about this. And I'm not just talking about your kids. Any friend who says men can get pregnant, no, they can't, you're just wrong. And if it means we're not friends anymore, that's okay, because I don't want to be friends with somebody who thinks the earth is flat or that men can get pregnant. I am a man with rules, and those rules encompass honesty and clarity. Men cannot get pregnant. Just so we, 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 we know each other. If it means we're not friends anymore, I'm okay with that because I don't want to be friends with somebody who thinks men can be pregnant because I don't want to be friends with anybody that ignorant, that hateful of women. Blew my mind. Blew my mind when I saw this. Now, I should also note it's a poll. Who knows the question that was asked? Who knows how they went about the methodology? I don't have a good answer for that. What I know, what I know is that there is a radicalness that exists. And that radicalness is not what we call in the business attractive. And it needs to be pushed back on.
That's what needs to happen. Also, uh, just another day, another Black Lives Matter grifter going to jail. Black Lives Matter, the organization, is a grift. Anybody who supported it was always, 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 always wrong. Always. Anybody who told you that if you didn't support Black Lives Matter, the organization, you're a bigot, was a liar. Giving to Black Lives Matter, the organization, was a way of trying to buy your freedom. Look how good we are. Oh, look how good we are. Uh, we're, we're giving money to Black Lives Matter. See how much we care? Please don't hurt us. We saw businesses. My beloved Indianapolis, this happened. Businesses that were told, if you don't have signage up that says you support Black Lives Matter, we'll only assume that you're bigots. If you don't have that signage up, hmm, we'll try and destroy your business. That happened. You have the creators of Black Lives Matter who siphoned off Lord knows how much money to buy themselves a bunch of houses, Patrice Cullors and others. Then you have uh, another guy who siphoned $10 million for his consulting firm. You can feel the air quotes. You can feel them. And now you have Pamela Moses, an activist, ordered to spend six years and one day in jail for registering to registering to vote despite felony convictions in 2015 that made her ineligible to do so. So, yeah, don't ask me to support Black Lives Matter, the organization, because I uh, I won't do it. Anybody who still supports the organization, I don't care if they're an athlete, I don't care if they're a musician, I don't care if they're an activist, I don't care if they're a politician, I don't care if they're my neighbor. You support this. You support hate and you support bigotry. You support grifters, you support liars. Now, I am not going to argue that there aren't people in all walks of life who are grifters and who are liars. But, dear Lord, how many ways do you need to see it? They took your money and bought houses for themselves, stole the money, and some of them are just flat-out criminals who are trying to defraud the American people by voting when they weren't allowed to. That's not enough for you. Because if that's not enough for you, I, I I am only curious to know what exactly... Would be enough for you at what moment are you like you know what okay i i i i've seen enough here i have seen enough here and we're done does that moment ever come ever 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 once ever 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 at all because it seems to me uh that me that 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 moment should come i would only hope that moment will come. So we will have um, uh, more on uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, tomorrow, her passing, Queen Elizabeth II, dead at the age of 96. The reports came out earlier this morning that she was unwell, that she was under a doctor's care. They were concerned for Her Majesty's health, as was described. It was the family that was arriving through the overnight and into the morning uh, to be with her. The announcement coming out, Queen Elizabeth gone at the age of 96. It was her husband, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, who passed away in April of 2021. 
Prince Charles, now King Charles, and Camilla Parker Bowles, who will be known as the Queen Consort, will be staying at Balmoral in Scotland tonight, returning to London tomorrow. I will have a full breakdown of what has happened and what will come next on Tony Katz and the Morning News starting at 6 a.m. I will have that for you. In the meantime, the Colts are getting ready to try and have a winning season. We will break that down. And what's going on in this economy? What did Jerome Powell of the Fed have to say? Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.